Hi, everyone. It is Marilyn Aloria, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? If you're listening to this on the podcast, or for those of you that are on Facebook Live right now, as I do this incredible interview with Christine. How do you say your last name, Christine? Is it Glein? Glein? It's Glein like wine. Glein like wine. Oh, <laughs> we know who drinks wine on this podcast. <laughs> Not me anymore, but <laughs> I love it. I used to love it. So we are talking to Christine Klein, and I can't wait to talk to her with you. We're talking about the power of soul intelligence. And I want to tell you a little bit about her first and um, explain why I'm interviewing Christine. But one of the things I want to say right now is the power of soul intelligence is super important right now. Christine's a very smart businesswoman. She's also extremely gifted and intuitive. And what I'm noticing in this space right now, and I'm so curious to hear what Christine has to say when I let her speak, which will be in a moment. Um, is that people who are running their businesses from the outside in, from the formulaic way of doing it, it's not working anymore. And if your soul isn't in your business, if your soul isn't in your life, you're going to find yourself hitting a lot of walls. Have you been noticing this, Christine? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to, Christine did an incredible lesson in membership for your soul, learn how to leverage the power of soul intelligence learn how to leverage the power of soul intelligence. And if you're interested in going to membership for your soul and trying it out, you can go to membershipforyoursoul.com forward slash trial. But I'm also going to bring a lot of attention to Christine Glein's work and she has a free Facebook group and she's really knocking it out of the park these days. So let me tell you a bit about her. And it's also going to be an education for me too. Christine Klein is a conscious leadership coach, former corporate turnaround specialist. I want to hear about that. And leader of the soul intelligence movement, which is so great. Love that. Christine teaches all about the power of living, loving, and leading from your soul intelligence and is dedicated to helping people align with their mission, vision, value, and purpose through the power of soul intelligence. The soul, intelli <laughs> the soul intelligence method is the ultimate biohack. We are going to have a great conversation about this because I want to hear about this. <laughs> what I love about my guests, I've known Christine for a while, but I don't know about her like this work. So it's always fun for me to interview people like this to hear about them. So SQM, which stands for what the Christine? Soul intelligence method, like IQ, EQ, SQ. I love that. The soul <laughs> intelligence method. SQM is a powerful addiction. addition. It's an addiction too. It could be any healing modality like coaching, Reiki, meditation, theta, bodywork, sound, acupuncture, EFT, chiropractic, yoga, health, fitness, and more. By clearing away energy blockages to allow room for instant, deep, and lasting transformation. Specifically, it helps you clear away old beliefs that are no longer serving you, old patterns, archetypes that aren't supporting you, and feelings that have been suppressed so you can more easily go within and heal your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual bodies. Welcome, Christine. How are you? I am fantastic. I told you, I have like a fan gush going on. I just adore your work. I love everything you do. And just, um, I'm so, so thrilled to be here today. Thank you so much. I mean, so I was telling Christine, she was saying that beforehand that I have a really hard time receiving things like that. So I'm learning how to receive it. So thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Christine and I have a lot in common besides tennis. <laughs> but Although, I, did you just see that match? Did you no, see I didn't Nadal? watch. I haven't been watching. Fritz lost in five sets to Nadal. So Nadal's like nine games away from a Grand Slam. Just have to Oh, share. wow. I know. Wow. Pretty what, cool. What, 
by the time you, uh, I was just talking to somebody. I don't have that. T I don't have tennis channel um, because I'll just be sitting there and like watching it constantly. I get it. Addiction. It's on, it's on ESPN right now. So it's not right. And you can get that for free, but we're here yeah. to talk about Christine. <laughs> <laughs> so first tell me a bit about your background. What brought sure. you to this work? Sure. Well, that's a great place to start. Um, I was a corporate turnaround specialist for most of what my career. What does that career. mean, though, corporate turnaround specialist? Okay, so I would go in and figure out what people, process, or technology needed to shift in order for the business to meet their objectives. So it was a lot of people development, right, and putting the right people in the right roles. It was figuring out the right processes to make their jobs easier, make it better for clients and the business, and then adding technology for all that annoying crap that people don't want to do. So really, I was streamlining energy, streamlining processes in the corporate world. We just didn't talk about it that way. Um, and I was doing work, spiritual work behind the scenes using um, a similar type method um, as a soul intelligence method to do that. I just wouldn't walk into a boardroom with a book of charts and a pendulum. So, <laughs> and I, I wonder like why. <laughs> I was lurking in the hotel room. Um, but basically what happened in March of 2020, um, like many people, um, uh, COVID hit and I was on year one of a planned three-year turnaround and I had just gotten a performance bonus and I got a call from the, H, the head of HR letting me know that my services were no longer needed. I was wow. like, what? Talk about shock. So I texted my boss, the COO, and um, I said, I just got fired. And he goes, me too. I'm like, what? So... We were part of a political takeout um, we, in, in this company. Um, so literally what happened was we prepared a board deck showing that if the CEO had allowed us to hire the people we asked to hire in the fourth quarter, we would have not only met, but we would have exceeded expectations in the first quarter. So what he did is he took my boss and I out and then went on a hiring spree um, and said that we had cut too many people. Um, but karma works. Yeah, it's kind works. of fascinating that you go ahead, continue on. Yeah, I'll share that story. So um, he did, um, there was a board investigation and he was removed from office. And so, wow. you know, it all worked out in the end. But essentially what happened to me was the divine went, no, you're done working for other people. Yeah. You're not working for you. So I got plucked out of there. So what did I do? I was like, Wait, but I want to ask one yeah. question first. Yeah. That's a really incredible moment. That what, what was your exact feeling at that moment? Was it fear, anxiety? Like, tell, take me a bit from that to when you got to like, well, the universe is like working towards with me. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it all that. happened in that moment. I don't know. <laughs> no, there's a little more to the story. I was actually at a doctor's appointment with my husband who was undergoing a biopsy for oh. prostate cancer at the time I got the call. Oh my goodness. Do you want to talk about shock and panic yeah. and freaking out? Like, oh my God, we need benefits and what's going to happen. And, you know, so of course I went through all the stages of grief, right? I didn't, I didn't make this miraculous turnaround right away. Um, I got an exit package because um, there was no reason to let me go. Right. right. So that, that was good. So I had a little bit of a base and time to figure out what are my next steps, right? And so I got some great advice um, to really think about, okay, your your early 50s, what do you really wanna do with your life? Mm. 
So I really went within and did lots of meditation, lots of prayer, and got in touch with my own soul intelligence at that time um, to know what I should do next and where I should go. So um, I officially came out of the spiritual closet a couple of years ago, but I've been um, doing this type of work for a long time. Okay. There's so many things that you said that are so important. Um, we, I was just talking, doesn't matter, early 50s, reinventing your life. Mm. Incredible. Yeah. Now, when you met your soul intelligence, did you know that's what it was? Like, how did you, when you met it, was it like a light? Was it, you're just having a conversation with it? Was it a familiar friend? You had already been having a conversation because you already did all the spiritual work. Yeah. It was just preparing you for this moment of getting your work out there. Mm -hmm. But what was that light that you were like, this is my soul intelligence? Because that's a beautiful way of explaining it. Yeah, it was, um, it was, I'll never forget the moment. I was doing a meditation and the meditation brought me to tears. And I realized I couldn't go back into corporate America. Like my, my, my soul was screaming at me, right. To mm. tell me I had to do this work. I had no other choice. Like it, that's the best way for me to describe it. Like, it just felt like if I went back that my soul would shrivel up and die. <laughs> it was how it felt like energetically. Right. Yeah. And that I really needed to follow the spiritual path. I really needed to get this work out into the world. But I'm a very grounded person, right? So I'm not like, so I still have this strong business side as well as the spiritual side. So in my coaching practice, I might be helping someone navigate their exit package in one moment. And then in the next moment, we're clearing, you know, all these self-limiting beliefs or negative energies that are stuck in their body because they just need to receive. So it's a tool that I use in my coaching practice and that I'm hoping that others will want to learn and use as well. Hoping they are going to want to because <laughs> it's so needed, Christine. Yeah. It's fascinating to me that this timing of this interview is so perfect because I've been really like getting super clear about soul and consciousness. So I want to ask you a question. So your sure. soul said that, what did your consciousness say? Your consciousness was like, I have to do, how did you learn to trust that this was the next iteration of your life, even though everything blew up in front of you, there's still like, you had to lean into trust. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, the, the biggest thing I think was, you know, for me, soul intelligence is about up-leveling from within. Mm. Okay. So really, you know, we know we have our IQ, right. That all the mental cognitive stuff, right. We know about EQ, and to me, this is soul intelligence. And so when the soul is speaking, it's that inner knowing, it's that absolute trusting voice. When you know you're connected to the divine, all of the unseen beings on the other side, your guides, right? You talk about angels mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's your higher self. It's the best version of you saying, this is the direction we need to go. Okay. So now I have a that question. Inner confirmation. The inner confirmation. What yeah. is the, explain the EQ to me. Okay. So we all know about IQ, but we know we only use, right? 5% of our cognitive mind, everything else is subconscious, right? And usually it's all that negative stuff spinning around and around and around. So we pay a lot of attention and put a lot of emphasis on the IQ part of our brain. The EQ is the emotional intelligence, right? How we say what we say, how we feel. And we know in quantum physics, mm -hmm. right? Everything starts with the spark, with the idea. So you have to have the IQ, the initial spark. Um, 
but the emotion is what collapses the wave, the particle field and brings things into you or brings things into form. So that's why if you only say an affirmation, you don't really believe it, it doesn't manifest, right? You don't bring it in, you don't magnetize it to you. So you need both, right? Um, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I know you have an activity called a day in the life, like a scripting mm -hmm. tool, right? Where you really feel and see and embody everything that you want to bring in as if it's already happened because your subconscious doesn't know it, right? So it's bringing all of that in to you and repeating it. It's kind of like brainwashing yourself, but for good. So the, the work that you do and the work that you teach when you're in your everyday life. So, okay, you have this incredible moment in a meditation where that connection is happening. Then you're in your everyday life and the doubt creeps in. Do you teach people how to like jump into it right away? Are there techniques and tools where you're like, no, get back to that intel soul intelligence. Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, most of what's going on, right, is that's the subconscious mind kind of spinning this, the negative um, self-limiting beliefs up or those old patterns or whatever um, negative energies are coming. So what I do in terms of like practical coaching is encourage people to go within when that's happening, like take a moment, you know, shut down all the distractions because that's our biggest problem, right? We've, we're bombarded with messages, right? We're always multitasking, Um so getting quiet and going within or removing yourself from the stressful situation, going outside, connecting in nature and getting quiet, right? There's a bunch of different ways where we can get quiet and, and really be able to tap in and hear. Um, but it is something that I do every day. I do meditate every day. Um, I'm a type A. So my meditation for a lot of the time has been guided as opposed to just doing quiet and sitting. It's very difficult, I think, to get your mind to be really quiet. And I work with a lot of executives. Um, and of course, they're like, da, 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 you know, always going all type A. So we try and work with a guided meditation to just kind of follow my voice and get them into a centered space where they can actually feel what's really coming up. And believe it or not, a lot of executives deal with, you know, imposter syndrome, like, should I really be doing this? Should I really be here? Um, a lot of what I wind up coaching them around doesn't have anything to do with business and the company. It has to do with their personal life falling apart. So it's really fascinating um, when you're tapping into what it what is out of alignment, right? Because the whole idea of the soul intelligence method is that everybody and everything is energy, right? We all we're all vibrating. We know from seventh grade science class, right? We're all neutrons, protons, electrons vibrating, and we have these fields. Well. Stuff gets stuck in energy fields. It gets stuck in your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual body, just like it gets stuck in people, places, or things. So when there's a dissonance in the frequency, especially emotions, when emotions get trapped, emotion, if you break the word down, is energy in motion. Mm. And so when emotions get stuck or trapped in your physical body, it causes a dissonance in the frequency or dis-ease within the body, disease, and you have to go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. Well, I have about 20 or so chiropractors, physicians, MDs, psychiatrists that actually send me clients to work with because they're recognizing that bioenergetics really works, which is being able to shift the root cause of whatever is causing the, the dysfunction in the body. Our, our medical system set up to treat acute problems, right? I'm bleeding. I got to go stop the bleeding. But chronic conditions that keep recurring for people, 
typically have a root cause of a trapped emotion or pattern or self-limiting belief. So they keep recurring. So if you can get to that and help shift it out, it helps people heal quicker, right? I'm not saying don't do regular medicine or functional medicine. I'm saying it's everything. You treat it on the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual level, and then you're treating the whole person. Yeah, so, I so agree with that. So agree with that's that. That's the so, biohack I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I love it. So tell, let's let everybody know where they can find you right now. And then I'm going to continue on ask questions, but you're really speaking a very timely, it's a very timely conversation that people really have to start paying attention to because I'm always kind of incredibly, and I'm sure you are too, people that are dealing with physical ailments that don't have that part of it or the consciousness around that part of it. I just see them constantly struggle with the physical. Yep. And I agree with what you're saying. So how can people find you? Sure. Um, I have a group on Facebook called Soul Led Leadership. That's an easy way to find me. Um, It's Christine uh, Glein, uh, G-L-E-I-N, or Christine Glein Coaching. And um, I'm actually doing something super cool. So I'm doing a free two-day healing summit, July 14th and 15th. that is in celebration of my birthday. It's my birthday month. So July 16th. Yeah. So this is like a big present to myself being here with you. Um, but I'm, uh, I've got about 14 different healers that are just going to share their modalities um, with people. So if you're interested in the Grand Healing um, Summit, it's totally free. You can um, ask to join my Soul Ed Leadership Group and I'll send you a link. Great. So they'll ask by just going to your website and then asking there or... They can ask going um, in Facebook at Soul Led Leadership or okay. Christine at ChristineGlenCoaching.com if they want to send me an email. Okay. And then for people who are listening on the podcast, this is after the fact. Are you going to be doing something with that for apt for people? After? Oh, sure. I will actually have a recording. So if anybody right. is listening on the podcast and they would like a copy of the, the Healing Summit, I'm happy to send that out to people. Love that. That's great. I know. I'm so excited. It was actually inspired by the summit that we participated in. I believe it was Ask Kicker Day or something silly like that, where it was all about killer women in business. So yeah, that was fun with Debbie. That was great. Yeah. So how have you seen this method really create transformation in in your life and then in your client's life? Oh, wow. Gosh, Um, I have so many different examples. Um, trying to think of, um, so I had a lady, um, who's a, a we'll start with your life. I want to hear about my you. life. You want to hear about just me? <laughs> yeah. And then I no, I totally want to hear about your clients, but I feel like that's a yeah. great doorway in because we sure. are, aren't we the examples? Like you're we always got to go you know, the door, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always, I, it's kind of like the, who can it be now? Right. We always yeah. have to walk through the door first, right. Before we can answer the door. Yeah. Um, so this has helped me tremendously. Um, I actually do sessions on myself on a weekly basis. Um, it's helped me develop a new con- a new awareness, right? Um, to me, there's really four levels of consciousness. There's, you know, life is happening to me um, at the bottom, sort of the victim, villain, hero consciousness. Then there's life's happening to me or for me, sorry, not to me, for me, where you start to go, oh, there's the opportunity in it. Oh, I get to choose who I want to be, how I'm going to show up. Um, And then what's the opportunity for me to learn? And Mm -hmm. oh, all those difficult people in my life, my, oh, they were actually my greatest teachers. Awesome. You know, kind of coming to that consciousness. 
to where I feel I am now, which is life is happening through me. Oh. So when you're, you know, tapped into the divine daily, you're living in alignment with your mission, your vision, your values, your purpose, and you feel like you're making a, you know, a greater contribution. You're part of something bigger than yourself. That's when you're lit up from your soul intelligence and you're really leading from that place. And then the last one to me is, is really the tough one. I don't know that I'll ever necessarily get here in this physical 3D plane, but it's life is happening as me, right? Which is you really feel, you know, connected to everyone and everything. And it's really sort of that state of oneness where I think in this earth, I think some Buddhist monks can get there, but I think it's really challenging for the rest of us to, we might get there in moments, but I think we slip back, right? You know, when life happens and somebody cuts you off in traffic, right? This is so <laughs> timely. I was writing about this this morning because that was one of the questions that was given to me. It was like, how do you experience oneness? And I'm like, well, in nature, I don't really like experiencing oneness because people piss me off a lot. So <laughs> I love that you said that and you were so transparent and honest about it because there's a lot of truth in that. For Yeah, that yeah, for sure. Totally. So that's but, I mean, in terms okay. of how it's helped me. Um, so here's an example. My son is actually a nurse um, and he works in the Veterans Hospital only uh, here in Tampa and he works in the cancer ward. Okay. And um, talk about having to, you know, heal yourself. He actually had um, cancer himself and he healed from it. And now he's working on the word, helping others and really understanding. But he'll go, mom, I really need a session because um, he'll be young around sick people, right, that are experiencing all of this angst and trauma and negativity. I give him things to try and help like stones in his pocket and bracelets and things to try and mitigate the energy. But being in that container yeah. where you're constantly bombarded with grief and, and the energies that vibrate at a much lower vibration, it eventually penetrates the field, regardless of how well you shield yourself. Um, and so he will call me and be like, mom, I need a session and go this out. And we actually do, we shift it out. And I can tell whether it's something that's of his like his own stuff that I'm shifting out for him or whether it's come from um, somebody else. And that also, I think when we bring that stuff up from, you know, the fields or the subconscious awareness to the conscious awareness, you're able to release it. And so in this way, I'm actually able to release trauma without having to relive it. So like in therapy, you know, everybody has to take you back and you got to cry and feel it and get, you know, to really get to that emotion. This is a way to identify it without actually having to relive it. It like brings it to the conscious mind. You go, oh, and then it's gone. And so, are, you, are you hoping to teach people how to do this for themselves? Absolutely. That's, that's my biggest mission, right? I would like to be the leader of the soul intelligence movement. I would love to be able to teach yeah. other coaches, um, other healers, another modality that they can use to help their clients and help themselves, right? We always have to help ourselves first. You know, the whole love one another as you love yourself is so prevalent. Um, and I feel like that's what people are really learning, you know, right now. Like anything that feels missing or incomplete within ourselves, we usually look to somebody else to fill the hole when it's actually the reflection for us to figure out what do I need to feel whole and complete. So it was kind of interesting when you, you had um, had an exercise, I think, about what's missing in your life. Right. And so that really kind of brought that home for me. This, I actually did that this morning and I recognized, Oh, that's all within me. I can heal that. 
You know, I, I have that at my, at my disposal. So it's a really great reminder, you know, how we're balancing the divine masculine feminine within ourselves and that anything that feels missing or incomplete is really about us welcoming that back in for ourselves. Love that. I feel like it's needed in the medical industry. Like you've said, like nurses, we have so many nurses in membership for your soul and Yep. social workers and we see what they go through and you just talked about your son and his journey it feels like to me what you're offering up and what you're bringing out into the universe is it's so much bigger than there's nothing against coaches and stuff like that and healers I think that's super important but I feel like it needs to be mainstream as well well that so, is that is my hope to talk about the power of soul intelligence it's interesting I just spoke to um a a chief human resources officer this morning um, who had seen me, I think on LinkedIn and was fascinated with the concept of soul intelligence. And he's running a major fortune 500 company like HR, like, you know, thousands of people. And so he's wanting to figure out, well, how can we bring this in and how can we talk about it? And so the way I did, you know, cause I'm walking this line between business and spiritual and trying to bridge the gap, right? it's all the same. It's all our life, but you know, there's certain things that you can and cannot say and taboo and all of that, you know, at least companies are recognizing the power of meditation, you know, these days in terms of at least stress management, but it's so much bigger than that, as you've said, right? So I, I describe it as what if you had a whole company full of people who were intrinsically motivated, lit up from the inside out, totally connected to their mission, their vision, their values, and their purpose, and it happened to be aligned with yours. Can you imagine? People would run through the walls for you, yeah. right? And so that's how I have to try and speak in sort of business language and 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 share with them how we make the shifts, right? But that's a question I have for you. Um, do you find you can use the word soul with those people? Because I feel that with Soul Finder Academy, with the, the pillar system, right? It'd be very beneficial for, to reignite the light. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I kind of understand what you're saying. And I, I love that this guy reached out to you. These companies need it because so it's bad. very hard to motivate your employees sometimes. And this is a great motivation where they're also getting something from it. It's not just for you. Right. Were you able, was he shy from the word soul? Does that have a religious connotation or he was accepting of it? It's so interesting. He said, that's what attracted him interesting. And, and made him call because it was soulful. Like he felt, he felt that, that, that I was bringing something different and something yeah. that they needed and something that was important and new. Love it. Yeah, wow, it's happening. It's starting to happen. But, you know, when you we started, you had mentioned something about are you finding that people are trying to do it the old way? Right. I was one of those people. I was like the plane hopping adrenaline junkie burned out, you know, executive that was traveling three and four weeks on a plane. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, never say die. Go for it. We'll make it happen. Push, push, push. You want to talk wholly masculine. So I had my own, you asked how this method also helped me. I had my own um, awakening um, before March of 2020, where I found out that um, in, a, in a regular routine um, exam that um, I may, might have cervical cancer. And I was like, what? Wow. Um, and so um, I went through the biopsy and the doctor said, I think we need to do a conical biopsy, which is where they take you in the hospital and they cut more tissue off your cervix. 
And in between the time we did it in the office and the time that we went, I was like, I got to heal this. What's going on? It was because I had suppressed my divine feminine, right? I saw being a woman as weak and you don't cry and you have to hold all this stuff in. And I wasn't thinking about like Kali, the amazing, you know, goddess or like Sekhmet, this lioness goddess, like powerful, fierce women, you know, that can hold so much and how strong we are. I was just so corporate male oriented that I had forgotten the divine feminine flow and creativity and going within and what does that mean? And so between the time that I got the first diagnosis and we went in for the, the second diagnosis, the doctor comes to the bedside and she says to me, well, I guess we cut it all out. And I'm like, maybe, um, but it was gone. But I did all of my own spiritual work. I did go to other people that I knew that did energy work like Reiki or um, you know, um, different healing modalities and push this out energetically and said, oh, I got to embrace my divine feminine. Actually, um, a psychic had told me that. I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? What do I got to dance or, you know, what does it mean? I got to wear dresses or, you know, and so I, I had to learn what that meant. And so now I feel very comfortable holding both divine masculine and divine feminine energy within me and, and recognize what that means and how the divine masculine actually holds the divine feminines and give that and gives you the ability to have that creative flow and form within the structure that the divine masculine provides. So it's really being whole within yourself with both of those parts. Yeah. And what I love about what you're sharing is I, I love your transparency and honesty. And also like, yes, I did. I went to a Reiki master. I went to these different things, but here's my thing about that, which is why I think your technique is so important. It doesn't matter what healer you go to. If you don't apply it in your own intelligence, your own soul intelligence. If you're not really, you came to the clarity about the feminine, maybe something helped you, but you're still applying that energy that someone's helping you with into that area to heal. Yeah. And it feels Absolutely. like your soul intelligence helps you to do that too, to bring it home. Yep. Absolutely. To be able to apply it and know it and really listen um, and go within. So how does somebody tap into, if they're listening now, how does somebody tap into their soul intelligence? What would be like one thing you would tell them to do? Well, um, probably the first thing would be, um, we got to get quiet, <laughs> right? <laughs> Eliminate distractions. Um, sometimes I will put on like high vibe music in the background, you know, like I love um, Diva Pramal or Anugama. They're a couple of my favorites. So it's just this high vibe music that kind of gets you into those high theta waves. Um, and you really just tap in and you get quiet and then you can ask questions, right? Mm -hmm. Have, have sit with what is a question or what is something you're really looking for the answers for, and then use some of the things that you also talk about, which is look for symbols, look for signs, mm -hmm. you know, part of my soul intelligence work, I went like this cause the book's over there, um, is, you know, um, animals give you signs and symbols, um, you know, you might need, like, you could see something, you know, that crosses your path and that's going to give you some information. Um, I use other resources to help me understand what those messages could be, you know, books and things like that. Um, I know you're like, um, attach that to what gives you meaning and, and, and it's the way your guides talk to you, but, um, basically getting quiet enough to go within 
and to ask for the answers and to listen. And I feel like prayer and meditation go hand in hand. Mm. To me, prayer is asking for what you want and meditation is listening for the answers. And I, yeah. And so I feel like it's the sending out the signal, you know, like the IQ and then the receiving um, is the meditation um, piece um, and the emotional piece and having that awareness. So I have a question. The person who's in the number one consciousness where they're the victim, mm. are they, because I could imagine you and I have a, probably a similar feeling about people that are in victimization. I can't help them. You're like, I'll see you later, bye. I got to go. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. I used to try and it was exhausting to me and I yeah. can't do it any longer. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that person is sitting there going, I need what she has. Yep. Have you had that kind of person come to you in that role? And have you been able to transform their consciousness around it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, like any, any healing modality, they have to be willing. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, and it takes some time to shift the conscious awareness. Like we're shifting energies out so that you get to a state where you're a little bit more stable and you can move forward. Um, I use something, um, Dr. David Hawkins has a scale of consciousness that he, he put out, right? Well, I have an expanded one, an expanded version of that where there's other emotions and levels. Um, but people that are in the victim consciousness mode are operating at this very low vibration in the alpha waves. And so during the session, um, I, I measure at the beginning, where are we starting from? Are we in fear? Are we in shame? Are we, you know? And then I measure at the end where we are. And typically I'm going to get someone that's going to move up the scale. Um, ideally, we, you know, the more we can spend in theta, the better off we are. That's kind of like love and abundance and those, those emotions. Um, it's very difficult to get to Delta. That's really, you know, like prosperity and enlightenment. And you're just kind of really like super high and blissed out, but we can have moments of that. So it's kind of moving up the scales of consciousness is what I work on. So I can actually measure like I said, where somebody is at the beginning and then at the end of the session so that they understand. And typically they're going to feel, you know, a sense of calm or sense of peace. Um, I call it like an energetic massage, right? We're just moving oh, stuff nice. out, right? And so you want to treat yourself gentle and relax and then bring in good stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Once we get rid of the stuff we no longer need, we can ask the divine to fill us with what will support us. I love this. And I, I can see it being so beneficial for coaches and healers because, and, um, when I would first do readings and stuff, I needed someone like you, like I worked with a healer because it was exhausting to me. My body didn't yet know how to process what I was doing and, um, taking on or not taking on. I always cared so much and it, you need yeah. someone like you because it's such an acceleration of growth when you're doing readings or you're teaching people the work that you're teaching. And I know you know this too, it accelerates your own growth, right? Especially if you're the kind of teacher the way you are, where you're not coming from ego, you're not coming from, I know it all, you're coming from, I have this incredible ex thing to teach people that is, ex it feels like over expansive, it feels infinity, it can keep growing and growing and growing. So you know, you're growing in there. I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth. No, and then yeah. people need people like you to help hold space, to be a dominant, you know, to help other people, like hundreds of other people. So I just, you can say whatever you want to that, but I just wanted to reflect that because that's my experience of hearing you talk right now, like how important this is for these healers and nurses and coaches and therapists and yeah. executives 
to have this going on in them. Yeah, it's it's really, um, you know, one of the most rewarding experiences um, was I had worked with um, a CEO um, for an ex- probably about six months, right? Um, in a coaching relationship. So I would use the soul intelligence method as part of our coaching work and was teaching him as well, conscious leadership. And what does that mean? Because he was operating in victim, villain, hero mode most of the time, right? And so now getting him to be in a place where he's like looking at the opportunity and not screaming at people. And so like his work relationships got better, but what he came to me for was to um, improve the life that he had with his wife, right? He felt like they were drifting apart and he wanted that to come back together. And um, the biggest compliment to me was I, I I went to an event where his wife and kids were present and the his daughter came up to me, his two daughters and said, thank you for giving us our dad back. Wow. And I, I was just like, wow, like I had chills and, you know, I mean, it's their dad doing the work, but I was honored to be a part of that transformation. And then the wife to say that this has been the best year of our marriage and they've been married like 20 some odd years and thank you. Um, so that's the kind of transformation I'm talking about. Um, you know, and it can happen after just one session, you know, I mean, typically you want to do this work over a little bit of a period of time so that you can see what shifts in your, in your own self or your relate, your most essential relationships, your personal relationships, your work relationships, your relationship to wealth, right? Your relationship to, um, all of those key things in your life that are important to you, all of that can shift. Like when I work with groups, um, I'll folk, I could focus on a topic, right? We might be looking at, okay, what's blocking people from receiving wealth and prosperity and abundance. And let's shift that for the group or anybody who's present. So it doesn't have to necessarily be, I'm working at one-to-one and only shifting that out for people, because as we know, where two or more are gathered, there's the power, right? And an energy field around, um, you know, it could be around a family, a team, a region, a division, a company, we all, there's a collective energy field where you're in that common focus and common purpose. Love that. Now you have, you're psychic too, right? You have psychic abilities. Well, I think so. (laughs) I think the information is now coming through me, right? Um, the more I'm connected, the more, the more I'm hearing, you know, the, you know, um, I know it's not my soul intelligence. I know it's coming from the divine or guides um, collectively um, yeah, sharing yeah. information. And then I also use the charts, my system um, to intuit and interpret messages that are being given to me. So it might say, you know, um, perhaps somebody's mother has passed um, and, and I can I can typically feel when there's an entity for me it feels like someone's sitting on my head. They like, they brock my crown chakra. So I'm like, oh, I feel something's here. Cause I feel first, I'm definitely clairsentient. That's my number one. Um, and then I will be able to discern the message. I typically use the charts to do that so that it's a little bit more accurate for me. What are the charts? My charts are my system. That is, the oh. soul. that's why I was looking back at my book. It's the yeah. soul intelligence system. So I use a book of charts and a pendulum to be able to shift the energies out. So that's why I have a book on, or a chart on self-limiting beliefs, a chart on divine masculine or um, toxic feminine um, archetypes. I have over a hundred archetypes, patterns that could be going on in your life. 
Yeah, it's pretty in-depth. And this is all this is your work. It came through you, right? I And yes. you created these charts. That's amazing. Are you writing yeah. a book? Um, that's next on deck. Yes. Yeah. Um, Soul Intelligence, How to Up Level from Within is um, the book and uh, it is in the works. So yeah. I love that. That is beautiful, Christine. So amazing. So tell me, um, so Christine is doing a class in membership, all you members, and Christine is a member, and uh, the class is learn how to leverage the power of soul intelligence. What is a little bit of something that the members and are going to learn? If anybody wants to join membership, that will be in the class on August, and then it stays in the... Um, the wheelhouse of classes that's in there. Somebody just joined membership and they were like, wow, there's so much in there and it's all organized. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> um, sure. tell, just tell us a little bit about what's in that class. Sure. I was like, oh, what did I teach? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's because okay. you're channeling. You're channeling. It makes perfect sense. And don't yeah. even, don't worry about it. Give us a minute. I don't want to take up time from it. it yeah, no, sure. Um, initially, you know, I talk about what is soul intelligence and give people an idea. It's really the why behind the what, right? Our it's so important. Yeah. yeah. Um, and really explain that and like energy and how does stuff get stuck in your field and what can we do about it? Um, and then I go a little bit more in depth um, into soul intelligence revealed and how, how you can tap into that um, and how the most important relationship we have in life, the third module is all about our relationship to ourself. Mm. Um, and that's probably the hardest thing for us to accept, right? We always want to love other people or we're always looking for validation in others instead of being focused on us and what, what does that mean we need to shift within us, right? Um, and then really it's about self-love and coaching techniques that I share in, in the last unit. That's so it, it really is about nurturing ourselves. Um, and we were taught completely opposite, right? Everybody else is more important than we are. Um, so I think it's um, pretty important to be able to um, understand your relationship to self is really by which everything, you view everything in the world. So what, I have two questions. So let me ask this question sure. first. Now we're gonna, no, let me ask this question. What is, what is the thing that you, cause it sounds like you have different things that you're able to do, which is so great. What is mm -hmm. the thing that you love, love doing in your business? Mm. The thing that has always lit me up, even, you know, before developing the soul intelligence method was watching people meet or exceed their own expectations. Oh, I love that. So witnessing transformation helping to facilitate someone's awareness, awakening, shift in consciousness, that is magical. Yeah. I mean, really, that is the gift. I get chills as I say that to you. So I guess that gives us the other question is how you witness the power of soul manifesting <laughs> miracles in your life. Like how do you oh. witness that? It's, um, it's amazing to, like life becomes so much more fun right? When you start paying attention to those things. And it's even more fun when people in your life start to shift because you've shifted, right? And it's great if you can shift kind of in the same direction. Otherwise the divide can get too great. Like we talked about, like, see you later. Bye. But it's neat when, you know, I'll be walking the dogs with my husband and he'll go, oh, there's a hawk. And I go, what were you thinking about? 
you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Right. And you start to see how people shift, um, you know, even in the slightest things and, and the ordinary becomes extraordinary when you witness it that way. I love that. Christine is amazing. We're going to do a Q and a quickly with membership, but let's first Sure. Repeat again how they can, how people can find you, um, what they can do, and also repeat about your summit. Even if, if you know in the podcast they're going to be listening after the fact, but I think it's going to be so incredible for people to be able to get this opportunity to hear from you and other speakers as well. So share whatever you want to share, and we'll oh. have it in the show notes too. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, yeah. If you're interested in getting in touch with me, um, my email is Christine at Christine Gline coaching and it's Christine with a K and Gline is G L E I N. So that'll be in the show notes, but, um, I also have a group on Facebook called soul led leadership. You can also find me on LinkedIn or YouTube or IG I'm everywhere. Um, and I'm doing a two day free, um, healing summit called the grand healing. Um, where um, I have about 14 different healers who are going to be um, just allowing people to receive um, all different kinds of fun modalities to really expose you to a lot of different types of healing. Um, A lot of these people are some of my personal, you know, personal posse um, that help me when I need help, right? So I feel like it's a really great gift to give people. And if you're interested in in that, um, we can certainly drop the link um, in the show notes as well. Well, also send me the link because I can put it on the, because I have, uh, there's a lot of, co- there's comments on the Facebook page. Give me the link um, okay. and I will put it on the Facebook live. Okay. And then you can also jump it in the chat here. Okay. I'll do that. Um, that would be great. And then guys, I'm going to end the Facebook live, but I'm going to come. Well, actually I'll do it now so that everybody can get it. If you're interested, once Christine gives it to me. Coming, coming right up. Okay, so I'm going to let me share this in Facebook right now before we go into membership. So here's the link if you want to join that summit with Christine, by all means. And then Christine, share your website as well so that I can share this in the comments too. Oh, if anybody's interested in getting in touch with me, um, the website is under construction. So we'll just do whatever you want, Facebook page, whatever is good for you. One of the most important things now for anybody who's I feel, and I know you say feel this too, like creating a business, you have to do what's in alignment with you and what feels right. It's not about having a website. It's not about having a perfect product page. It's about doing you, which is great. Mm, Uh, Soul led Facebook group. Yes. It's in in the chat, Barbara. Yep. So um, go. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. And then, um, we will make sure that make sure, Christine, that Laura has all of this to send out in the email when, you know, um, with your lesson and stuff that everything's there or however you want her to do it so that everybody in membership has it as well. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. All right. And Facebook, we're going to end because we're going to go and take Q&A from Membership for Your Soul. But if you're interested, you have all of Christine's information now. And if you're interested in joining membership and trying it out for a dollar, go to membershipforyoursoul.com forward slash trial and try it out for a dollar. And we just incorporated a thing that makes it really simple when you want to cancel. So you, you can email us, but we're also put it now on the site where you can just cancel on the site. So it makes it easy for everybody now and you get to do whatever you want to do. Most people continue on with us after the trial. We will get, make you some offers about how to do that. It's up to you. I have no, I'm doing this. 
with everything. I'm surrendering <laughs> and everything. And it feels so friggin' good. Awesome. You do you. I'm going to do me. I'm here. If you need me, Christine's here, Christine, before I end with Facebook, yes. is there anything you, this was so amazing. I'm so like, I hate using the word proud, but I'm so proud. I feel so good about everything you created. I, it's such an incredible tool technique brand. It's so much bigger than that. So I can't give it words. And I'm I just so excited for you to see it get out in the world. Like I just see it going. Whoosh. It's from so your mouth good. to God's ears. Yeah. Well, it's already there. You know that. So Thank is there you. anything that you'd like to end for the Facebook live and then we'll go to the Q&A? No, honestly, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. I really want to start a soul intelligence movement. Like I'm that passionate about helping people shift, right? To raise the conscious their consciousness because that raises the consciousness of the planet. And, you know, we're here this time because uh, light's going to win. That's the plan. Ah, I love that. Light's going to win. All right. Thank you, everybody on Facebook for watching. Okay. So um, members, uh, you're going to ask questions. If for some reason you don't want this on the podcast, let me know because I'd like to keep the Q&A in. It really allows the community that listens to the podcast to learn through your questions, but I'm all about safety. Mm. So if you have a question for Christine and you don't want me to publish it on the podcast, please make sure I know that. Otherwise it gets published on the podcast. Barbara. And I believe Barbara's new to membership. Oh, cool. She might've just muted herself because she's like, I don't want it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did. Mute. No, there she goes. Hi, Hi Barbara. There. I've got so many. I was bouncing back and forth. There I am. Okay. Um, Are you okay with this being on the podcast, honey? Yeah. Okay, great. Go ahead. Sure. Um, I was just trying to look back for my question. I guess I put it into life. To, um, uh, so I guess I had one question. And yeah. How, and maybe you address that. And this is probably how it comes up through your methodology. But, you know, okay. so many of us have so many probably do have so many blocks that we don't even know about mm -hmm. um, or, you know, what they call them blocks or just energy twists, say twists in our, in that flow, you know, thinking, you're thinking of a wire that gets twisted. You know, we've got these kinks and things that have been bent into our being, mm -hmm. you know, our whole life. Um, and so, you know, some of that builds our character, builds our belief system and, you know, brings us to our gifts. But when you're trying to open that up and release that flow, um, as you say, like I can't, you can't address all those traumas. You know, it's if it's, it's taken a lifetime for those little traumas and blocks to build up, you know, if we try to address each and every one, figure out what it is, you know, who did this, what should we do, you know, writing our forgiveness letters or whatever method, mm -hmm. um, you know, so so what's the question? Yeah, and we don't really care how, you know, what <laughs> they Barbara? are. It's Barbara? just like, how do we clear like, them? Sorry. Barbara, <laughs> like, what's the question? Okay, yeah. So Sometimes, how do we actually clear those without even knowing what they are to be cleared? Got and, it. Okay. Well, sorry. that's the that's <laughs> I do. Okay. I'll get so used that, to the protocol. There you go. No, I know. I, you'll I, just get used to my directness. That's all. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that's that's the New Yorker in us, right? Let's go. Let's yeah. cut to the chase. It's all good, so, Barbara. It's good. <laughs> so the, the soul the soul intelligence method um, allows me when I set up when I work with someone, I set up a sacred space, right? So I'm connected to the divine. I'm connected to my guides, connected to you and your guides, and so the information that's coming through me is what's for your best and highest good. 
right? So you don't have to know. Um, I'm going to be told what to shift and what to clear using the book of charts and a pendulum. That's essentially how it works. And I've got charts on all kinds of things. Um, we, we didn't talk about this, um, but timelines, right? Um, Pat, whether you believe in past lives or not, whether you believe things are passed down energetically through your family line, through DNA or ancestral patterns, I can clear things um, that way as well. So it just depends on what's going on specifically for you. And like I said, most of it, we aren't aware of, right? Until there's a physical problem. Yeah, or a real mental problem, or you, or you know you're suffering from depression. Like the, things have to get really bad, I think, sometimes for us to go, oh, something's wrong, right? So my method allows us to, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whether it's, um, you know, um, in your subconscious, we bring it up to your conscious mind so it can be shifted. So um, that's the best way for me to put it. Um, the information literally comes from the divine. So to Marilyn's point, yes, I, I channel the information, but I use the charts to be able to do that. So is it something that still needs to come to our consciousness? Typically, or typically, you, I mean, you know, just by me saying it, you'll be like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I, had, I worked with someone this morning and she was like, oh my gosh, how did you know that I just had to get rid of this friend a couple months ago? And, you know, I was bringing up all the energies and the conflict between her and another female that needed to shift out. And she was like, that's crazy that you knew that. I'm like, well, technically I didn't, it did. And so that's why we shifted it out. But that was something that was holding her back in business. She was, she was doubting herself. She was like self-sabotaging. So um, do you have to bring it to your conscious mind? No. Um, people can just sit and receive the work. That's the best part. You don't have to do anything. Um, it's just, I think it's helpful when you bring it to your awareness. And so I record all the sessions that I do in case you want to go back and listen. I'm one of those people like, oh, it's gone. It's out. I don't need to know anymore. But um, sometimes people like to listen if they don't understand or I'm going too fast because I have a tendency to talk pretty quickly when I'm doing some of the clearing work in the prayers. So it's like an advanced specific form of prayer. That's the best way for me to put it. You know what's happening to me as I listen to Christine, and I'm sure you're getting this too, Barbara, is uh, it's our lives are such an evolution, right? So I, I, I don't even know if I can, can explain my experience of Christine's answer because it's kind of like a claircognizant type of download that's happening right now. But it's like there's so many multi, we're multidimensional. There's so many multi layers. And I love your question, Barbara, because we think we have to consciously know what the thing is, but I don't know that we do. And Christine's work is also probably going to put something into, um, into movement, into motion that two years down the line, you may have something that shows up through an experience and you're like, oh my goodness, I remember that from Christine. And now it's like all kind of working together. And that to me is like the synchronistic living, like that you talked about the number five uh, level of living you, cause you went through the four and the fifth one was life is working through you. Right. 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 And I love that. Does that help Definitely. you, Barbara? It's a great question. Uh, yes. I, and I guess there's always so many levels of yeah. learning and moving through stuff. Um, I had the experience. Uh, pleasure of having a sound bath last night. Oh, and aren't they so, glorious? Um, with a didgeridoo and 
yeah, sitar, anyway, crystal bowls and gongs, but they were explaining how <clears throat> just that vibration, that, mm -hmm. you know, that whatever level vibration it is can actually bring your cells into resonance. Mm -hmm. I actually had a picture taken from a video of her, of the movement of that vibration when she plays the didgeridoo. Mm -hmm. And That's I was just great. imagining how, you know, if, if your cells can come into coherence, mm -hmm. you know, through treatments like that, um, you know, even if it's temporary, maybe you have to do it more often to get a long lasting benefit, etc. But I was just wondering, like, it's not like I'm consciously feeling a certain, you know, block or whatever. And as you say, it could come up physically. So it's moving through that physical mm -hmm. realm, not necessarily our, you know, the the specific trauma that might have created that physical um, manifestation. But anyway, just from that level, it's not something I would consciously was aware of and yet open to the the benefits that and maybe, you know, in the long run that heals things or moves things through us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm actually going to have a sound bowl healer on my um, grand healing summit that I talked about. So if that's something that you enjoy, um, I do have someone that's going to be doing that as part of their um, healing, which is so fun. I love those. I actually learned during a sound bowl healing that if your stomach gurgles, that means your vagus nerve is like relaxing. And that's a really good sign. And I was like, oh my gosh, my stomach is so loud the first time I went. And the sound bowl healer was like, yes, okay, we did it. That's what we wanted to do. So yeah, we're all vibration. So you, you release what you need to release. You shift what you need to shift. Nothing's worse than somebody who plays those bowls that doesn't know what they're doing, though. I gotta tell you, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's like, no! So I'm very cautious. I used to work in a bookstore as a psychic, and people would come in and just bang on the bowls, and I'd be like, oh, my goodness. I'm glad you had a good experience, Barbara. Thank you so much, Barbara, for your question. Awesome. Well, if anyone's in Collingwood, Ontario, the Yurt Wellness has a couple of people and they've traveled around, but I've been following them for a few years. Good. Thank Great. you. And, um, Thanks for sharing. They, they, they really do get in. Yeah. They get into the feeling of it, the soul of it. It's all That's very, good. um, anyway, okay. it, it's Thanks. good. So if anybody's <laughs> calling with, they want to know, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Thanks Barbara. <laughs> Um, great question. Really great question. So I don't see any other questions. And I think this is a great time because we're in, into an hour. Everybody's looking forward to the lesson you ruined and Jane is totally looking forward to it and Sandra. So thank you so much, Christine, for putting this lesson together. I'm so excited. Thank you for being so selfless and sharing like your work with, with membership for your soul's community and introducing them to just your work. I just really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for your love and support. And um, I'm excited about getting the word out there. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. I can't wait. And have fun <laughs> at your summit. Thank you so much. Have a great summer. And uh, I just need to throw out there. One of my dreams is playing tennis with you someday. <laughs> so my, my team went to section uh, going to sectionals, but I'm Yay. not going. Oh no, my I don't team want to is go. too. I'm going in August. Yeah. To Orlando. 
August, <laughs> Orlando in yeah, August. That, and that's, this is like it. late July, Sacramento. No, thank you. <laughs> 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 it's a great team, but I'm just, yeah. So, but one day we will play. I can't wait. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, honey. Again, take thanks, care. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.